Praise the Lord. So good to be here. There was a pastor who was tired of pastoring his local congregation. He told the Lord, I'm sick and tired of them, and they're sick and tired of me. So help me find another job. So sure enough, he found a job at a prison. So the next Sunday, he gave his resignation, and he said, next Sunday will be my last Sunday. Everybody came out in droves to hear pastor's last message, and he chose it very carefully. He said, I'll be going to work starting tomorrow at the prison. My text this morning was over in St. John that I go to prepare a place for you that where I am there you may be also. I just want to clarify that was not Pastor Randy. (laughs) Well, as he said, I have um, chosen the attribute of wisdom over in 1 Kings, the fourth chapter. And in studying for this message this week, there are a multitude of scriptures about wisdom. And I don't even have one-tenth of them this morning or we'd be here all day long. But First Kings, the fourth chapter, the 29th through the 31st verse. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceedingly much and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country and of all the wisdom of Egypt, for he was wiser than all men. Everybody say all men. And I believe that the United States of America could use some of Solomon's wisdom. Verse 34, and there came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from the kings of the earth, which had heard of his wisdom. They gathered around Solomon because he was so wise that they wanted to sit at his feet and they wanted to learn of him. In looking up Webster's Dictionary for wisdom, it is defined as the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, being wise, and the ability to discern or judge what is true, right, or lasting. Wisdom, having common sense. And good judgment. People, we, we need some good old common sense today. Amen. Wisdom and common sense have a lot in common. Common sense will tell you that it is not wise to spend more than you make. I believe that politicians need a little bit more common sense. It hadn't been the hard working common folks that's gotten us in this nation of trillions of dollar of debt. No, it's men 
of high esteem with three-piece suits on. Amen. It hasn't been the ones in the overalls and the coveralls and the hard-working people. It's been those that supposedly have a lot of wisdom. But I'll say it again. We have need of good old common sense. Common sense will tell you and wisdom will tell you to leave another man's wife alone. Don't flirt with her. Don't give in if she has cunning ways. Some, this same thing goes for women. You need to leave another woman's husband alone. Because he's not yours. Amen. Amen. Proverbs, the eighth chapter. Lot of scriptures in Proverbs concerning wisdom. Proverbs 8, 1 through 3. Does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places by the way in the places of the paths. She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in the doors. Verse 10, receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Verse 12, I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding I have strength. Do you know that there is strength in wisdom? It takes more strength to shut your mouth than it does to open it. Oh, yeah, I got a good old amen on that one. <clears throat> Mostly from men. There is, <laughs> there is wisdom in holding your tongue. Now, verse 32. Now, therefore, hearken unto me, O ye children... For blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction and be what? Wise. And refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. Now listen to verse 35. For whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. How many want wisdom this morning? Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding go hand in hand as you'll read in Proverbs 2, verses 1 through 8. Proverbs 2. My son, if, everybody say if, thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart unto understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifteth up thy voice for understanding. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding go hand in hand. Uh, pastor, every day there is 
prayers that I pray and, and, I, and I pick out pastors and leaders and the president and different people to pray, Lord, give them wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. You are on that prayer list. Amen. Because we need people in leadership to have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. This man goes through a lot, and he can't do it on his own. He'll be the first to tell you. He needs the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding from God Almighty. Verse 4, if thou seeketh her as silver and searcheth for her as what? Hid treasures. Hidden treasures. Wisdom does not come naturally. Wisdom comes from above and for seeking it. It's a hidden treasure. And the Bible says you have to seek after it. If you knew that there was $100,000 buried in your backyard... If you knew that there was $100,000 buried in your backyard, after church, I would meet you with a shovel. And I would help you seek and dig for that. I don't care how hot it is. I don't care if it started to rain. I would help you seek for that. And you would be seeking for it. So how much more should we be seeking for wisdom from God? You need to ask God for it every day. If we use worldly wisdom, we will build our life on that and we'll be disappointed. We're only deceiving ourselves if we think that the wisdom, values, pursuits, and ambitions derived from a world ruled by Satan can be used to accomplish God's will. Verse 5, Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Verse 7, he layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the path of judgment and preserveth the way of saints. Proverbs three seventeen through 22. Her ways... Our ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her and happy is everyone that retaineth her. You know, know, I found it interesting while studying this, when they're talking about wisdom, they're talking about a woman. (laughs) It says she, her, hey, hello. I mean, I'm not making this up right there. Her ways, she is. Well, anyway, that scripture said, happy is everyone that retaineth or holdeth on to her. If you make wise decisions, in the end, you'll be happy. How many of you have ever made a spur of the moment decision and lived to regret it? Y'all that didn't raise your hand, liar. When I was 18, I think I've told you this before. When I was 18, I went, I was living on the reservation and I went to town, which means Eureka. And I went to a Dodge dealership and there sitting on the showroom floor was a 1974 Dodge Dart Hang 10. White with red, yellow, and 
orange stripes down the side of it. And at the end of it, it did a swirl like a surfer hang tin. It was beautiful. The interior was like leather looking stuff, white seats. In the middle of it had the orange, the red, and the yellow stripes going up it. The floorboards were covered with plush orange carpet. I mean, you could just throw up, you know. I mean, it was just beautiful. I looked at that sitting on the showroom floor. They even look more sparklier than they do out on the lot. I looked at that. My heart went after it. I just had to have it. And I thought, Kay, if you get this car, you will be the you will have the coolest ride on the reservation. And my flesh leaped out. You got to have this. I had a job. I was working. I'm one of those from the generation that bought my own car. Parents didn't buy it for me and I didn't trash it because I was paying for it myself. Amen. I appreciated it. I had a job. The minimum wage in 1974 was $2 an hour. Had dollar. And I was, I was, man, I was making it. I figured my paycheck against the monthly payment and I knew that I could swing it. So I bought the car, making the payment was not a problem. But the problem was this, the car turned out to be the biggest lemon I've ever owned in my life. No, it wasn't a Chevrolet, it was a Dodge. (laughs) Anything that could go wrong with that motor went wrong. I was to the point of one day getting out at the end of the driveway whenever I was on my way to work. and didn't even get to the end of the driveway. The stupid thing died. I was just ready to get out and start throwing dirt clods at it. You? Yeah, I mean, I was only 20. Come on, give me a break now. I was 19. What happened is I was looking at the exterior of the car and how pretty it was. And I lived to regret it. I didn't pray about it. Honey, big lesson learned. From now on, before I get another car, I pray, I pray, I pray. And I say, God, is this the one? No, move on. Okay, is this, that's the right one. Take that thing home, anoint it with WD-40, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I get all that. 1040 oil, pour all over it. No, but I pray about it. I pray about it. I, I live to regret it. But that's the way some folks look for a companion in life. Ooh, ain't she pretty? Ooh, isn't he handsome? And then you don't pray about it. You're just looking at the exterior. And before they're married, they're so nice. They're so nice. They're so pretty. He's so good looking. He got that six pack ab. And then he got older and it fell to his stomach. It looks like a keg. You know? That sweet talking lady. 
after a year of marriage, her mouth begins to sound like a foghorn. And you're like, oh my, what did I get myself into? That's why it's important to seek the Lord for wisdom in everything, everything that you do. Concerning that car, I didn't seek him. If I had of, he would have said, I know that motor, don't buy it. Do not buy that car. I went from being happy to sad real fast and finally traded it off. Another time, while working at that store, I was 20 years old. And this um, really good-looking, handsome man would come in the store every day, and he'd pick my lane to come through. After about a week, he started asking me out. Danny, he smelled good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they made Lagerfeld in 1974, but back in... The early 70s, all the men that wanted to smell good were brute, 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 amen. He wore brute. I could smell him when he came in the store. And he was so handsome. And he began asking me out for a date. And I felt checked in my spirit about it. I'm like, come on, God. Give me a break here. This guy is, mm. But I never could feel good in my spirit, so I'd say no. And he kept on day after day. He would come in after work, come through my line. Well, have you changed your mind yet? Can we go out? No, I haven't changed my mind. And no, we can't go out. And I finally asked him. I got up the nerve to ask him, are you married? He looked so shocked at me like, are you crazy? I'm asking you out for a date. And he assured me, no, I am not married, never have been married. So my flesh said, see, you can date him. And I told the Lord, see, I can date him. (laughs) And the Lord is like, no. But his charm and his good looks began to wear me down. Come on, I'm just flesh, okay? And I, I began to wear down, but I kept telling him no. Y'all, I ain't never told this story to a congregation in my life. Okay, what, hey, uh, what do we say on Monday nights? What's dead in the church? Except now it's out on national media. But anyway, one day... I went to the post office and I'm standing in line and there he is at the counter, has his back to me, doesn't know that I'm there in line. And with my two ears, I hear him ask for a money order and he gets this money order and he tells the clerk, I must send this to my wife and four children. (laughs) And when he turned around, there I was smiling And he looked at me and he just turned white. And you know what? He found another store to go to after that. 
We need to listen to our spirit, the spirit that God has placed within us. He gives us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Amen. He gives us that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Proverbs, the third chapter, the sixth verse. Not in some of your ways, but in all your ways acknowledge him. And he will direct your paths. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. Not in some, but in all. The 19th verse, um, I, I skipped over, but we're going back to the other chapter. The 19th verse. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heaven. By his knowledge the depths are broken up. And the clouds drop down the dew. My son let not them depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life unto thy soul. And grace to thy neck. Proverbs the fourth chapter concerning a hurricane that we just came out of. You need, you need to have wisdom and, and everything, you know, in preparing for it. I was coming back. I had been in Arkansas almost a month ministering. And I was coming back and I'm listening to the news. And by Saturday morning, it's sounding like we're just going to be blown off of the face of the map. Oh, a week at least without electricity and all this that, and the other. And, and, I, and I thought, goodness gracious, a week. And I've got 18 bags of filleted catfish frozen in the back of my car in a cooler. And I don't want for all of this catfish to go bad. I don't want the other things in my refrigerator and freezer to go bad. And they said that all of the generators were sold out here, which they got some later. But I stopped in... Woodstock, Georgia, at a Lowe's, and I decided I, I need to get a generator. So I got a 5,500-amp generator. I did not want to turn loose of over $500. I didn't want to do that. But I felt like wisdom was telling me, if you're going to live in this area, you need to be prepared. Amen? So I bought the generator Got it home. Pastor and Zach came in. You know, the thing weighs 225 pounds. 225 pounds. Goodness. And they unloaded it for me. And then Tim came over and put it together for me. And I was prepared if the lights went out. I was kind of disappointed that they didn't because I was really I had my drop cords out. You know, I had everything out. I was ready, man. I was prepared. But thank the Lord, you know, it didn't, it didn't happen. But I, I, was, I wanted to get prepared in other ways, too. It's called hurricane food. I, I went to Walmart at midnight because I thought, Monday night, Walmart, midnight, that's where I'm at. Because I thought, I want to get good stuff before it's all gone. And... You know, if I had sought wisdom, 
I would not have bought all the Oreos, <laughs> the chocolate ones, the thin lemon cream Oreos, and then the lemon sandwich cookies and the fig cookies. Then there was the little Debbies, and, <laughs> and I got some zingers just for the fun of it. I got some chips, three bags full, and... And, and now, you know, this morning I stepped on the scales and I said, why did you buy all that? <laughs> and yesterday I was like, I need to start eating right. But I got all this stuff, so I ate it all. So now <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Well. You know, I'm frugal. I don't want to waste money. I paid for the stuff. And I was eating my diet bars in between all of this, you know. It's called a, ba a balanced diet, you know. Some way, somehow, God help me. Proverbs, the fourth chapter, speaking about wisdom. I'm the poster child for no wisdom. <laughs> the fourth chapter verses, oh, and six pans of biscuits. <laughs> now, I didn't make the biscuits during the hurricane. No, they, they were pre-hurricane. I made them when I was in Arkansas. You know, every, every, I couldn't help it because everywhere I went, they wanted my homemade biscuits, and I did not want to deny them. I wanted to be nice, so... I, I made six skilletfuls of um, homemade biscuits during, you know, that's over a four, I'm trying to justify myself here, Kim. <laughs> that's over four weeks' time, you know, so that's not too, too awfully bad, is it? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and then Tuesday, I made a cake with um, banana <laughs> nut frosting on it. It was, confession is good for the soul. It's gone. In two days, that whole sheet cake was gone. Ate it that night, the next morning, and that night, and then the next morning, it was gone. Proverbs, the fourth chapter, verses 5 through 11. Get wisdom and un get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from thy words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Everybody say, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee, and shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and, thy, and the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in the right path. In 1984, while living in Arkansas, I was asked to be the state evangelist 
of a neighboring state. And two of my friends had already moved there and they were working in the state work. And I wanted to go. And I, I prayed about it. Pastor, have you ever prayed and you just didn't get an answer? That's where I was. I prayed and I wanted to go. Kay wanted to go. And I prayed and my prayer was almost like, Lord, I know you don't mind if I move there. That was basically my prayer. You don't mind, do you? And I never heard anything. So I cocked an attitude with the Lord. And I said, well, since I can't hear from you, I just guess it's up to me to make the decision. And I made the decision to move. Packed up everything and moved. It was the worst decision I ever made in my life. I missed God, Pastor. I missed him. I missed it totally and completely. I missed it. And after being there for less than a year... I asked the Lord to forgive me and the state overseer of Arkansas called me and said, come back where you belong. See, this is one of the lessons that I learned. When you miss God's will, you're at point A and you move over to point B. It's not you go from A to B to C to get his will. You go from A to B, you're out of his will. You come back to A. You come back to where you left off serving his will, doing his will. And that's what I did. I came back and I got back in the will of God. And I can tell you that there is no greater pleasure, no greater feeling than to know that you are in the will of God. Amen. None. I learned a valuable lesson. One of the lessons in that I learned if you can't hear from God. If you can't get an answer from him, continue doing what you're doing until you do hear from him. Amen. Amen. Don't just jump out there and do what you want to without hearing from him. James in closing, James the 1st chapter. Sister Kim, if you would come. James 1 and 5. If any of you lack wisdom, what does the Bible say to do? Let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Boy, right there. In a nutshell, James 1 and 5. If you lack wisdom, ask God. And he'll give it to you. Isn't that wonderful? To know that all we have to do is seek him and ask him for every day. I include that in my prayer. Lord, please give me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. 
please, Lord, I need your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding to be able to follow you, to have you to lead and guide me. So this morning, we need to get wisdom. We need to embrace wisdom. We need to love wisdom. We need to act like our very life depends on wisdom because it does. Making right choices. Pastor preached on that about two months ago. One of the best messages I've ever heard on making right choices. Choose wisdom. Get wisdom. I can't stress enough how much godly wisdom that we need in everyday life. Tony, you and Alicia, your parents of children, you need wisdom to be able to know how to deal with situations in life and especially sending them to public schools. You need wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. All of you parents need that in raising your children. Amen. Amen. You need to know how to raise them and how to teach them to make wise decisions wisdom. In closing, I want to read the definition one more time of wisdom, the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, being wise, the ability to discern or judge what is true, right, or lasting, wisdom. Get her, don't let her go. Would you stand with me? I don't know about you, but I, for one, continually seek his wisdom. Brother Randy, even though I've been full-time evangelist like 41 years, I have not arrived, I have not attained, and I still every day need the wisdom that comes from on high. I, I can't live without it. I will mess up. I will make wrong choices if I do not have the wisdom, not the earthly wisdom, but the wisdom from on high that says, do this, do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Wisdom. You know, the devil is fighting married couples, I believe, harder right now than he ever has in history. Trying to divide the homes, trying to separate people. And as I was praying about this, I feel like that the Lord would have as many married couples that would to just come down here, start walking out of your seat right now. We're just going to pray. All the married couples, if you would just come and just stand up here. And I'm going to have pastor behind you and I'm going to be before you. And we're going to speak blessings over you and over your marriage. We're going to speak 
that God would give you godly wisdom in your marriages. Look at these married couples. Is this not great? Asking the Lord to give you favor in your home. Asking God if there's any enmity or fussing or fighting or whatever going on in the home, that it will cease, that it will stop in the name of Jesus and that there would be peace in your home. Amen. How many like peace in the home? Amen. And the rest of y'all can find a place to pray and just seek God and ask God for wisdom right here in this house this morning. But I want you, I want you to pray for one another. I want you to pray for your husband, pray for your wife, pray for one another. Let's pray right now. Father, Yeah.